the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Let's begin, if we can, with... (laughs) I know it's always better to see people. Begin with your column in the Washington Post on overclassification. It is a problem, but we don't know if that's a problem that is applicable either to Trump or to Biden because we don't know what's in the documents. Correct summary? Yeah. I, look, I, I saw somebody making the observation about this, that, you know, hey, we've had these arguments about overclassification for a long, long time. Going back to the 9-11 Commission, uh, they said that one of the reasons information was not being shared the way it should is because all of the incentives in government are to overclassify things and to keep things classified. Uh, there's no risk to there's no risk to keeping it classified forever, but there is a risk to ever letting it out. And thus, all of the incentives are on one side. Uh, you can go back, you can find all kinds of experts, people who've left government service, people who've been in the intelligence community. Barack Obama you know, complained about this back during the Hillary Clinton thing. Said, well, there's classified and then there's classified. Is some of that you know, excuse making for Hillary? Sure. But the fact that enough people have said this, I mean, I don't have a security clearance. I don't think you have a security clearance. Not anymore. 97.7% of Americans don't have security. So we don't know. But we have a sneaking suspicion that enough people have made this complaint. So if we have an overclassification problem, we have that regardless of what you think of Donald Trump. And we have that regardless of what you think of Joe Biden. But now we can't have that conversation because anybody who says this, ah, well, you're just trying to make excuses for the guy you like, even though I don't particularly like one of these guys. So I thought it was a well-timed column. Now, I do want to say I, I held the nation's highest clearances from 1984 to 1989. Top secret and se- sensitive compartment of information, but not all of them, because they're like 20 slices of SCI, and I had the ones that were necessary for domestic terrorism. My question, Jim, it's not a question, it's observation. One document can sink a ship. If you've got a list of our spies in China, that's a bad thing to have at your house, because then they'll go and kill all those people. You can also have 10,000 documents like the Pentagon Papers that don't matter at all uh, when they come out. So what do you think the Biden Papers are based on smell since nobody who's actually seen them is talking? Well, the first thought is, this: is this something that would come up in Biden's wanting to write a memoir or something like that? Something that would be uh, an account of a meeting or his discussions with the president, something very sensitive or something like that. You know, say a meeting where Biden had said, Barack, whatever you do, don't go, don't do that Bin Laden raid. It's going to go terribly. We, we, you know, we don't even know who's in that, you know, like um, the other question is, is it something in there that's a little embarrassing? I, I still to this day believe that Sandy Berger was stuffing documents in his socks and destroying documents because there was something in there that was really embarrassing either to him personally or to Bill Clinton. Something like, Bin Laden's never going to result in anything. Trust me, I got I got terrorism and Al-Qaeda under control. Yeah. Um, that, that was what would motivate you to do something, you know, as extreme as, you know, stuffing them in your socks and trying to destroy them. So my guess is one of two things. Either it's something that Biden thought was really important and he wanted to have 
writing memoir-wise, or there's something in that's kind of embarrassing. Say, hey, this is our assessment of Burisma. Uh, here's all the shady characters there, you know, Mr. Vice President. Hey, do you know who your son's working with? That kind of That's stuff. it. That's what I think. Memos warning him about his son would be the kind that he just wanted to walk back to Delaware. That's what. Now, I asked Sungmin Kim yesterday, sure, one of the very fine reporters in the White House, has anyone asked the direct question, did the president receive a subpoena from the Hunter Biden grand jury or any subpoena from any grand jury? That has not been asked. There's got to be a precipitating event here, Jim. The lawyers just don't show up at Penn Biden and start taking. Lawyers cost a lot of money. I want to know what the precipitating event is. I, by sneaking suspicion, Hugh, I can't prove this, but this I, I, everybody I mentioned this to kind of nods and says, yeah, that makes sense. Look, Joe Biden goes on 60 Minutes and says, you know, uh, the, the finding the documents at Mar-a-Lago, terribly irresponsible. Who could possibly be so irresponsible? And I can't help but wonder if somebody in the Biden inner circle went, huh, are we sure we didn't do that? Are we sure we didn't accidentally walk out with some documents and all that? Are we sure we're purer than Caesar's wife in this area? And let's go through and check because there's never been. A, it's not like they're moving the files. It's not like they're doing inventory. Like, what? Why were people looking through it when they'd end up discovering this kind of stuff? So that is that that's my the theory. question. Now, the second question is: They lived in McLean from 2017 to 2021. They had a house in McLean. Sungmin confirmed for me that they no longer have that. It was a rental. So the question becomes, when they moved, you know what it's like to move. And I've moved a few times in the last few years. A bunch of stuff gets put in a room or a storage unit, and you don't know that's, that it's there. Have you heard anyone ask, did the McLean House contents go anywhere other than the White House, the Delaware House, and the Rehoboth House? The Rehoboth is in Delaware, but the Wilmington House and the Rehoboth House. Has anybody asked that? No, and let me point out, asking Corrine Jean-Pierre may not be terribly useful because she will say, I, I have not been briefed on that. I will refer you to the White House counsel, who's not answering any questions, or I will refer you to the Department of Justice, which isn't answering any questions, which is another way of saying, I'm not going to answer that question. So, Hugh, you're coming up with really good questions to ask here, whether anybody's actually going to answer that or whether there'll be any consequences for not answering that. Uh, remain okay, to be seen. one more try at the end. The Wall Street Journal headline today, Justice Department considered but rejected role in Biden document search. This is the single exhibit Republicans need to say, this is why Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden got treated differently than Donald Trump. Donald Trump got a raid at Mar-a-Lago, and they're going to say obstructing justice, etc. Hillary got to review her, her own file. Her lawyers deleted half of her emails, and Joe Biden's houses weren't searched by the FBI. Does that have traction with anyone not named Garrity Hewitt or living inside the Beltway? The average Republican will say, yes, of course. This is ipso facto evidence that there's a double standard. Some might say, aha, the deep state protects its own, stuff like that. I don't know if the average American will buy into it that much. I don't know how much the average American pays attention to a story like this in the first place. And look, there was clear that there were efforts to get stuff back from Trump. And Trump kept saying either they had it or they turned over everything. So the restitution for what I would call an execution of a search warrant, not a raid, you. Oh, it's a raid. Uh, oh, we've had that kind of FBI, DOJ, no, they call it a raid everywhere uh, else. Usually, when you say the word raid, I think that's, you know. That is but anyway, the, the FBI goes up in this case. And the FBI saying, eh, you know, the, the Biden guys, I'm sure they've got it all. That's fine. That does look bad. That does, yeah. you know, the, fact, the fact that right now the, the FBI hasn't said, 
you know what, we're going to send our, our own people who have a security clearance just to make sure you guys didn't miss anything. You know, because you, you guys missed it the first time. What's that? Jim, what were they thinking? There is no upside to not demanding the FBI come with you. Because the, the, my guess is, uh, look, when Biden gets asked about this or really any other topic, his response is always some sort of version of you're being unbelievably uh, ridiculous with this. Yeah. It, was in a, it was in a garage next to my Corvette. You know how much I like that Corvette? You know, the idea, like, you know, the, the garage was locked. You know, now, of course, that doesn't qualify. You know, the presence of the Secret Service in Mar-a-Lago didn't make it a secure site any more than the presence of the Secret Service at Biden's house would make it a secure site. But Biden, my guess is, is very, very, you know, defensive when somebody accuses him of something. And my guess is people within the Department of Justice were like, eh, we don't want to pick that fight right now. People inside the Department of Justice. Second question, Jim. Who did the special counsel make the decision to stand down the FBI or did Christopher Ray or did Merrick Garland? This is an important question. Who decided yeah. not to send the FBI? Do we know? No, I, I, we don't know. And I think it makes a big difference. If it's if it's whoever the lower it is on the totem pole, the more less harmful it is. The higher it goes on the on the thing. Look, the, the idea that anybody up with the chain had said no, you're not sending uh, one of the you're not sending the FBI agents. That looks bad. Well, and once see, they've you know, appointed a special counsel, he has the con. It's up to him. It's not up to Merrick Should Garland. Yeah. And so, if he didn't make the decision, there's politicization of this investigation. That that's yeah. And, and look. You know, the idea of, look, if we if we send FBI agents and because I'll use your preferred term, you raid, raid. FBI raid on Biden House is going to be a giant screaming headline. Also, remember, much of this is occurring right before the midterm elections, at least in the Penn Center uh, site. FBI raids, Penn's Biden offices and what like, of course, that'd be a huge story. I would, and like, I went back and I went through most of the close races Republicans won at least the House races in uh, in 2022. But you could still find maybe a handful. We're 30 seconds, votes Jim. Here, 1,300 votes there. You know, this could have been a factor in the midterm. It's not a huge factor, but one bad news cycle right before Election Day might have hurt Democrats, which... It sure hurt George W. Bush in 2000. One DUI in 2000 led to Florida, which led to, well, it led to a lot of bad stuff. Jim Garrity from National Review and the Washington Post. Thank you, James. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.